Your teen requested a ride, but this time, not from you. It's through their Uber Teen account. You probably drive your teenager around a lot. They have gymnastics club, science club, rec soccer club, school soccer club, club soccer club, and three-hour clarinet club on Saturday night. Perfect. Now, with an Uber Teen account, you can be there even when you can't. It's an Uber account that allows your teen to request a ride under your supervision. They ride with a highly rated driver. And with live trip tracking, you can follow along the whole ride. Thank you. Add your teen to your Uber account today. See app for details. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. A Florida woman steals millions from a Holocaust survivor. Can you even imagine that? The man lives through the Holocaust, goes through life with all these horrible, horrible memories, alters his life forever. And now he runs into this disaster and falls for her scam. The woman steals nearly $3 million of his life savings. Ah, well, I've got an update for you. She has had a date with Lady Justice. And let me just tell you, Lady Justice is not the one that got a black eye. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thanks for being with us here at Fox Nation and Series XM 111. That's right. A Florida woman who drained an 87-year-old Holocaust survivor's life's savings by posing as a love interest and then live the high life. That's right. Living lavishly off the $2.8 million she stole just got sentenced to over four years in prison. Take that, woman. Peaches Sturgo, 36, of Champions Gate, Florida, was described by the judge. It was Judge Edgardo Ramos. He described her as, quote, unspeakably cruel and motivated by greed. You know, I'm happy she got jail time, four years, but I would like to have seen her get the max. Something, you know, along the lines of 20. Not only did she commit grand larceny, She stole from a senior citizen, which is, in my mind, a protected class, and to a victim that had already lived through such a horrific, horrific ordeal that most people cannot even begin to identify with, living through the Holocaust. And now, after all that, 
he meets up with Peaches Sturgo. Well, number one, she's definitely going to hell. Okay, that said, I'd like her to have a little bit longer stay at the penitentiary en route to supper with Satan. How did the whole thing go down? First of all, take a listen to our friends at Crime Online. An 87-year-old Holocaust survivor living in Manhattan is enjoying a nice retirement when he decides to look for some companionship online. Someone nice, someone to pass the time with, and he found her. Or did she find him? It was a dating app that connected 36-year-old Peaches Sturgo with the 87-year-old wealthy retired gentleman. Sturgo finds the man easy to talk to, and he looks forward to chatting with her. Then one day, she shares a small problem with him. She was in an accident a while back, and the lawyer that represented her is now demanding to be paid before he will release her funds. She wasn't asking for the money, just a loan to pay the lawyer. She would pay him as soon as she accessed her money. He asked where to send it. Wow. This woman, Peaches Sturgo, a.k.a. Alice, she's playing the long game. (laughs) She's got her eye on the prize. This scam took almost four years. So that's almost, what, almost a million dollars a year? $750,000 per year that she steals from a Holocaust survivor. Take a listen to more from Sydney Sumner. The conversations with Sturgo and her octogenarian friend continue. Sturgo tells her gentleman friend that the money has been deposited in her TD bank account. Oddly enough, there is a small problem with her TD bank account and she needs a little more money. If she doesn't get the money soon, her account will be frozen and not only will she lose her money, but she also won't be able to pay back her gentleman friend. She really wants to make sure she pays him back. So he writes another check. This poor guy, 87-year-old Holocaust survivor, living by himself, lonely, goes online to make a friend. And he, of all people, finds Alice Peaches Sturgo. Joining me in All-Star Panel to make sense of what we know of this, but first, straight out to CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter Dave Mack. Dave, I was noticing the way Sydney Sumner was explaining it, that she has this online conversation going and they talk on the phone as well and they send pictures. So he's got a picture of who he thinks is a beautiful woman talking to him. And then after weeks have passed, then suddenly out goes the hook. She says she has a small problem, a small problem regarding an accident that happened a while back. Now the lawyer wants money. Totally believable. So she basically, you know, wraps him up uh, in a cocoon of complacency and then, bam, puts out the hook. You mentioned early on the long con. You said it and you're dead on right. What she does is she paints herself as a double victim. She was in a car accident and she was hurt bad enough that she had to get a lawyer to go after a settlement money. And and the lawyer apparently won, but she's still the victim because now the lawyer says, well, I'm not freeing up your money until I get paid. So she is able to present this gentleman who, look, he's looking, you mentioned he's lonely, he's looking for a friend. And in reality, when you are talking about somebody who's got a couple of million dollars, 25000 probably doesn't sound like that much. Not like it does to me. And the way she pitches it is, hey, this money is already here. 
all I've got to do is borrow it from you so I can get all of mine and then I'll pay you right back. That's the hook and that's the carrot all at the same time. You know, I'm just thinking about the scam that she pulled on this guy. Um, Dave Mack joining me, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter. Also with me, Debbie Montgomery Johnson, a real-life victim of cyber love. She's now an international speaker, best-selling author, victim's advocate, and founder of The Woman Behind the Smile at thewomanbehindthesmile.com. Debbie, what happened to you? Similar, but not the same. I mean, it was a long, as our last gentleman said, it was a long con. It actually happened uh, after my husband passed away suddenly. And I went online due to friends saying, get a life. They wanted me after six six months after Lou died. They said, get a life, you know, get out and date, put yourself out there. And I thought online dating then was safe. It was safer than doing it in person. I'd been married 26 years and I wasn't ready for somebody in the house, but I, I did want a friend just as this gentleman, he wanted a friend. Um, men particularly are, are subjective to the white knight syndrome, kind of like he wanted to take care of her. And I wanted my guy to take care of me, but you know, I didn't give willingly to get him out of trouble. Obviously he, I was helping his company, his business, and I was assured also of being paid back. And so it's not partic- it's not aimed at people who are necessarily lonely. In this case, this is elder fraud. And that gentleman was lonely. He was by himself. And I always say, beware, be, you know, be aware of what, what family are doing, what your friends are doing, and listen to them, watch them. I wonder, you know, his son found out about this later on, but who was watching him write 62 checks? Where was the bank, you know? Um, and I, the biggest thing I want here is, is we all look at it like 87-year-old man, Holocaust survivor. Yeah, that's bad, but you've got 60-year-old women 70-year-old women, 80-year-old women being taken every single day around the globe. And we look at these women as, oh, that was really stupid of them. Why'd they do that? There's no victim blame here. This is pure manipulation. She is a criminal. And she has gone after this gentleman and just ripped his heart out, ripped his home away from him. And you know where I'd put her. (laughs) But it happens every single day to people just like you and me. How much money were you scammed out of, Debbie? Over two years, I lost a million a million dollars. Oh, dear Lord in heaven. And the guy said that. Actually, let's hear it in Debbie's own words in our cup 43 speaking to CBS. I wasn't lonely, desperate lonely. I really I wanted someone to talk to. Debbie Montgomery Johnson signed up for an online dating service after the sudden death of her husband, Lou, in 2010. I thought, oh, that's safe. I can do it from my home. That's where the widowed mother of four met a British businessman who called himself Eric Cole. I talked to him a few times. I mean, we messaged every day. Johnson says she and Cole engaged in a two-year online relationship but never met in person. Over the course of their relationship, Johnson says she gave Cole more than a million dollars in increments. At this point, your heart rules your head. And I was doing what my heart wanted me to do. In 2012, Johnson says her life stopped when Cole came clean over video chat, revealing who he really was, a young man in Nigeria. Big smile on his face. Can we keep this going? And I'm thinking, can we keep this going? Are you out of your mind? Can we keep this thing going? Keep this scam going is what he meant to say. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com iHeart and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com iHeart. Identity theft protection starts here. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Oh, please. When given a chance to speak, Peaches Sturgo, 36, off Florida, said, I'm sorry? Really? This woman admits she drained the life savings of a man she met on a dating website. The poor guy's 87 years old. He's on a dating website, okay? Give him credit for being the eternal optimist. But instead of meeting a nice lady to date and go have dinner with or whatever they're going to do, he meets this woman, a con artist. Well, she got her comeuppance in court, but he's never going to get his money back. Take a listen to our cut three. Sturgo continues to have emergencies and a lot of bad luck. 
She seeks advice from her octogenarian friend, sharing emails from TD Bank, official letters from a TD Bank employee, as well as invoices to show that she is trying to get things paid off so she can get her money freed up. When that's done, she tells the retiree she can pay him back, but now the man doesn't have any more to give, and he calls his son for help. A few years ago, he had enough money to live a financially worry-free retirement, and now he's going to lose his apartment. Losing everything. Joining me, Jeffrey Wolf, Denver-based cybercrime lawyer, founder and manager of WolfLawColorado.com. Jeffrey, thank you for being with us. You know, it's not hard at all. It's not difficult to fake uh, an official-looking bank statement or an American Express email. I remember I almost got taken in by um, an email. It looks just like American Express emails, except it said something that didn't make sense to me. And, you know, it always says click here, and then you get a ton of malware. Before I clicked, I read it again, and I'm like, this just isn't right. This isn't the way my account would normally be, and it turns out it was fake. But I was always impressed by the fraudster's ability to fake such a legitimate-looking American Express email. So here's an 87-year-old guy living alone, and this woman, Peaches Sturgo, sends him letters from her bank, letters from credit cards and lawyers, and they all look real. Yeah, absolutely. That ends up being part of the fraud in these cases is that somebody who you have a genuine relationship with who needs money from you doesn't feel the need to send you proof that they need it. That is lying 101. The more somebody talks, the more they're lying. The more proof that they're saying they can show you, the more likely it is that they have fabricated that. And so I I tell anyone who's dealing with anything online that you always want to make sure that you are only dealing financially with people you know, that you are only dealing with portals and websites that you know, that you're never taking anybody's word for it. You're never responding to emails. You pick up the phone, you call the number on the back of your credit card when your bank emails you, because then you know you're talking to them and not whoever has emailed you. And it's no different than when you're looking at one of these romance cons is that the more proof they're trying to give you, the more likely it is that some or all of it is fraud almost every time. Joining me right now is the queen of body language interpretation, Susan Constantine. She can spot a lie a mile away. Deception is her specialty. She's president of the Human Behavior Academy. Oh my goodness. I can just imagine that cocktail party. Everybody watching each other as they move around the room. Author of How to Spot a Liar in Seven Seconds or Left. She's at SusanConstantine.com. I don't want to go to your party, okay, as if I was going to be invited. But Susan Constantine, with all those body language experts at the Human Behavior Academy, oh dear. Susan, I never thought of it till Jeffrey just said it, that when people suddenly start trying to offer you proof of the claim of their request, when You didn't ask them for it. True. And so that's one of the clues that people will give you unsolicited information. They will give you a lot of additional information without actually asking, answering the question. So anytime we hear or I hear additional extraneous information, 
that is a really big red flag because they're what they're trying to do is convince you and to try to gain your trust. When they don't feel confident themselves, they keep on going until they feel that they have convinced you before they'll go on to the next subject. Susan Constantine, give me some tips. Okay, Karen Stark, uh, renowned psychologist, joining us out of Manhattan. I want you to take all this in, percolate, Okay. then pour me the perfect all right. cup of analysis. Okay, Susan Constantine, what should we look for when we're looking for lies? Okay, so when we were looking for lies, we're looking for incongruencies between what they say and their, well, in this case, they didn't get to, this person get, didn't get to know them, you know, in person. But in the real world, what we're looking for incongruencies. We're looking for differences between what they say and their body language. They are, they're not congruent. So anytime you ever see any sort of shift or deviation from there, that is always a red flag for me. The other thing is they want to build your trust very quickly. They really involve themselves very quickly and rapidly. Um, into your life. They're, they are very likable, approachable. They are easily to get to know. They build your trust very easily. And, and those are really big clues for me. So language is a big one. They generally don't put their own name into it. Uh, they eliminate pronouns like I, me, and my. Those are really big red flags. They tend to use third-person pronouns like they, they them, and those guys. Um, they use a lot of red ha- verbal red herrings, um, which I could go into in, for a long time, but they use third-person gimmicks. They use loophole line. They use a lot of these different techniques to be able to gain your trust. And in, and also, too, when you're looking at their body language, um, you know, oftentimes we say they don't make eye contact with you. Well, that's not true because they tend to really lock eyes with you. Um, their eye tends to kind of move or jog around and really not a sign of deception. But rather look for these little micro movements, you know, where their little sh- one side of their shoulder will shrug a little bit. They'll have a smirk or a smile or uh, a laugh or a puffing out of air when they're talking at the end of a sentence. Or maybe at the end of their sentence, they'll raise their pitch. So any kind of vocal clues, vocal tremors that are kind of off their baseline, those are all indications of deception. You know, one thing uh, I want to mention, Susan Constantine, uh, author of How to Spot a Liar in Seven Seconds or Less. Susan, I think some of their discussions were over Zoom or FaceTime because he is in Manhattan and she's in Florida. So I think he did get to see her, but of course he's 87 years old. He's been through H-E-L-L and back. As I mentioned, he's a Holocaust survivor, which may have played into some of his feelings of loneliness and abandonment and looking for comfort. Um, of course, I'm just a JD, not an MD or a shrink like some of you guys. But him being alone in his apartment in Manhattan, surrounded by millions of people, but not really knowing anyone. Well, take a listen to what happens when he finally calls his son. Take a listen to our cut four. When the 87-year-old Holocaust survivor's son gets involved, it isn't long before he reaches out for help. The United States Justice Department investigates and finds out that Peaches Sturgo, who friends sometimes call Alice, didn't get the money from an injury settlement. There was never any injury or lawyer. The email address was fake, and so were the official-looking documents from TD Bank. It was all a fraud. But while the old man lost his life savings and had to give up his apartment, Sturgo was living large with his life savings. While her old friend is losing his apartment, 
Sturgo lives in a gated community and owns a condo, numerous cars, a boat, and she spends thousands of his dollars on designer clothing and vacations at the Ritz-Carlton. And to our cuts five and six, our friends at Fox 35. Investigators say Sturgo's actions forced the victim to lose his home. All the while, they believe Sturgo was using that money to buy cars, boats, and even a home right here in Central Florida. Beaches Alice Sturgo is accused of stealing two million from an 87-year-old Holocaust survivor. Investigators believe the two met on a dating app in 2017. They say not long after, the fraud began. Their creativity knows no bounds. Investigators believe Sturgo repeatedly lied to the victim, convincing him into sending her $50,000 a month. The indictment states she made the victim believe that her bank needed more money or her account would freeze and she'd lose it all. Out of fear of losing his money, the victim sent 62 checks worth over $2.8 million. How did this woman steal nearly $3 million from an old man? Not just an old man, an old man that survived the Holocaust. A judge was not sympathetic when he heard her story. Sentencing her to four years behind bars. Frankly, I don't think that was enough. But at least he didn't give her straight probation. That could happen in many jurisdictions. This is what happened. Joining me right now, John Muffler, former chief inspector for the U.S. Marshals Service. You can find him at EquitasGlobalSecurity.com. John, thank you for being with us. John, how do the feds track her down? Because this is clearly wire fraud. She's using the phone. She's using the computer. Um, She's getting financial transactions across state lines. And that's how the feds get a hold of you. She's in Florida. He's in New York. These fraudulent transactions used wire, which is like bank transactions or credit card transactions and checks, uh, financial transfers. But how do they find her? How can they track her down, John? You know, this information is all trackable because it's all via electronic uh, communications, bank mm-hmm. accounts, uh, social media correspondence, phone calls, all of that's very easily trackable. Uh, I imagine they have a very lengthy uh, list of, uh, of, of, of not just the crimes, but potentially other uh, victims as well. I, I can't imagine she came out of nowhere to uh, begin her first act as a con artist with uh, this particular victim. But I mean, physically, how do you do it? I mean, you've got accounts that she's having the money um, where, they're be- where it's being deposited. And then so what? You go to the bank and you get an ID of whose account that is and where they live. How do you do it? How do you physically do it? Yeah, I mean, you're looking at um, getting, you know, the appropriate um you know, information uh, to the courts for uh, the her particular bank information, her social security number, her date of birth, the information they they'd be able to get from her, and then able to research through uh, the different credit bureaus where that money may be, what's connected to her. So again, it takes take some a little bit of due diligence on the agent's part, but um, I think fairly easy to connect uh, her name to uh, you know the different accounts that she's been using to to deposit. Wait till you hear how Peaches used 
this poor man's money. Take a listen to our cut nine W E S H. A Florida woman is facing federal charges after prosecutors say she swindled an 87 year old Holocaust survivor out of nearly three million dollars. The man met 36 year old Peaches Sturgo, also known as Alice, on a dating website several years ago. She used a variety of excuses to get him to send her money, always with the promise that she would pay him back. Now, instead, we're told she used that money to buy a home in a gated community, a condo, a boat and several cars, including including a Corvette. By the time the man admitted to his son what he had done, he'd given her his entire life savings. Karen Stark joining me, high-profile psychologist out of Manhattan. You can find her at karenstark.com. Karen with a C. Karen, we heard earlier the so-called white knight complex. What happened here? It's so heartbreaking, Nancy, because someone is taking advantage of somebody, an elderly person. And that is what happens. They look for people who are vulnerable. And so he, he's looking for a companion and has an instinct to want to help. That's that white knight. He wants to come in and save her. And he doesn't realize he's being scammed. And the thing that is most upsetting to me in situations like this is that the person like this gentleman, he doesn't think to get in touch with his family. He doesn't think to ask anybody, does this make sense? Or can you look at what I'm doing? And nobody knows to check on him. And so someone who has been through the worst that anybody can possibly imagine, awful, hard experience, is now being scammed out of all of his money because he's a good person and believes he's helping somebody. And what this woman spent the money on, multiple Rolex watches, a boat, two cars, luxury items, expensive jewelry, pocketbooks, you name it. What does that say to you, Susan Constantine? It tells me that she's a con. <laughs> she's a scammer. And this is all about her. So, you know, I think that she became very obsessive about it once she find that, found that she really got a good fish on her hook. And she saw how easy it was for her to be able to gain um, uh, more of his trust. Then, then the more that fueled her. So the more it fueled that narcissism in her, she felt she could, she was invincible. So she could still continue to take from him and ask money because she knew that she knew exactly what his triggers were. She knew how to work those triggers to Mm -hmm. her advantage. And that's, that's how she got the money. Guys, what are some red flags we can look out for? Take a listen to our cut seven. There's typically a sense of urgency and some reason why the money chain has to continue. Experts say romance fraud crimes like this are on the rise nationwide and are affecting people of all ages. Experts say scams like this are preventable. If they feel they're being told the only way to get their money back is by investing additional um, funds, That's a huge red flag. The only way to get the money back is to spend more money. That is a huge red flag. And I think part of it to uh, Debbie Montgomery Johnson, who was herself a, a cyber victim, now an international speaker, is that he didn't want to tell his children, his son, what he had done because he probably knew the son would disapprove of a relationship with a a much, much younger woman in another state that he was loaning money to. 
So he probably didn't want that judging. Well, that's absolutely true, Nancy. And I know when my kids said, Mom, don't, 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 I was like, hey, I'm the adult here. Leave me alone. And I shut them out. And that's exactly what, the, what this woman or and part of me cannot believe that she did this by herself because typically they work in groups. Uh, it's, hmm. This is very involved in what she did here. But she actually got him to, to, to not talk about it. And that's what the, the scammers, the criminals do is they say, don't listen to those people. You know, I'm going to take care of you. I'm there for you. And, uh, and I'll make sure that you get your money back, typically with interest, you know, but they isolate because they don't want you to listen to anybody else, just them. And that's devastating when it all falls apart because now you've, you've isolated yourself from friends and family who could have helped would have helped, but didn't know what was going on. And and that's part of the con. So Debbie Montgomery, when you were victimized online and lost a million dollars to the scam artist, why is it you did not want your family to know what was happening? Because I was home alone. I was, you know, obviously Lou had died and I was working uh, my company from the house and I didn't want to bring the kids into it because when they started being the naysayers, I felt like it's not any of their business. They weren't living here. My youngest was here, but my oldest was, my older three were out of the house. They had lives of their own. And actually it was, it was, it was very, I was going to say intoxicating. I'm not a drinker, but I loved the feeling that I got when I was involved because I felt like young again. I felt like uh, I was desirable again. It was very interesting. The emotions that go on when you're in the middle of this and you don't see the red flags. I, I look back and call them pink flags now, but those, red flags weren't hard red flags and when my kids wanted to say mom don't I'm like just leave me alone I'm okay you know I was I was not a dummy I was well and I'm well trained well educated I had a good company and I didn't need my children who I thought you know they were good kids but I said I don't need you to tell me what to do right now and I shut them out and that's what happens, and that's what the scammers bank on. And they go, they're laughing their way to the bank because you are home alone now, and you are left by yourself with no one to support you, even though you've done it, basically done that to yourself. You've, you've isolated yourself from family because of the encouragement of the scammers. Dave Mack joining me, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter. What are some of the things she purchased from the 87-year-old's life savings. You know, Nancy, the one thing that really caught my attention, and you pointed this out, that while he had to give up his apartment in Manhattan, she not only had a house in a gated community, but she also bought a condominium. So while he lost everything and didn't have a place to stay, she had two places to stay paid for by him. She also uh, bought a number of cars, noted uh, was a Corvette, but also a white uh, 2022 Ram 1500 pickup. Um, now, I don't, under, I don't know the Rolex types that there are, not my kind of thing, but she bought a Rolex Oyster Perpetual Day, date 40 with President's Bracelet, uh, date just 41 with Jubilee Bracelet, and a date just 41 with Oyster Bracelet and Roman numeral dial. Are all of those Rolexes? Yeah, those are all three Rolexes. Whoa, whoa. she bought three Rolexes. You lost me on Oyster. She bought three Rolexes? Yes, ma'am. Correct me if I'm wrong, Dave Mack. Did she buy... Expensive trips. Yep. Did she stay at places like the Ritz-Carlton on his money? Yes, she did. Did she spend tens of thousands of dollars on expensive meals? Yes. Gold coins? Yes. Gold bars? Yes. Jewelry? Yes. Rolex watches? Yes. Designer clothing from stores like Tiffany, Ralph Lauren, Neiman Marcus, Louis Vuitton? Yes. Okay. 
I, I can't claim credit for knowing all that because I am reading directly from the indictment against her, Peaches Sturgo, a.k.a. Alice. such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Your teen requested a ride, but this time not from you. It's through their Uber teen account. You drive your teenager around a lot to their friend Jacob's house, their other friend Jake's house, to James's, to Jaden's, to Jalen's, to... Uh, Mom? This is Jake's house, not Jacob's. Now with an Uber teen account, your teen can request a ride under your supervision. They'll ride with a highly rated driver, and with live trip tracking, you'll follow along the whole ride to their friends' houses that all sound the same. Add your teen to your Uber account today. See app for details. Bye, Mom. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Welcome back, everybody. Peaches Sturgos is definitely going to hell. But in route, I would like to see her do a 20-year stint behind bars for draining the life savings of an 87-year-old Holocaust survivor, posing as an online love interest. Ugh. Well, she got four years behind bars. That's better than nothing. I'll take it. Susan Constantine joining me, body language expert, specializing in deception, author of How to Spot a Liar in Seven Seconds or Less. Online, what are the alarm signs that you advise people to search for when they are communicating? Sure. So one of the things that I've noticed just myself is, first of all, the inconsistency with these photographs. A lot of times... Um, are photographs when you're looking at the different photographs between 
um, he or she would look to see how they are communicating and their what what photos they've actually put up on on the uh, internet and what the story they're trying to tell you'll see start to see some inconsistencies a lot of times they'll be just like a little round little picture of themselves and then they'll keep repeating it over and over and over again and usually they're in military wear they're some high official someone that is like unobtainable for the average person the other thing is that i look for too is in their language there's always a cut and paste piece of it so when you're looking at how they actually phrase words they'll have misspelled words which is incongruent with of course their educational level etc and then they'll pop in um, a piece that is like in doesn't even make sense like you can tell that they're not very well educated so those are big signs for me and that they tend to really build up the person. They, they speak about things that are uh, the romance side of them, things that they find, what they'd want to do with their partners, uh, the, you know, the, the, the long beaches, walks, and the sunsets and the dinners and all this kind of thing, which is kind of enticing for a lonely person on the other end of it that they've never met before. One of the things that I always recommend that they do, number one, do your background check on them. Take the name in there and start to look at it. They can go right in Truth Finder and see who this guy is, see where there's any photographs of the person. I've caught more people just even on that, which is a commercial website, and found scammers on it many times over. Truthfinder.com? Yep, that's it. Can I jump in and add something there? Yes, go ahead, please. Yeah, I've heard charm and niceness a few times during the conversation, especially from the victims that have participated in the call. But, you know, to, to add what um, she just said is, you know, think of, uh, think of it as, you know, Charm and, and niceness is not um, a credential for good intent, right? So that does not, it's, not a, it's not a character trait. Um, um, so you got to think of it that way. I mean, it's easier said than done. Uh, but for victims, if they're hearing such charmingness, uh, niceness, there's a reason for that. That's a big red flag I would add to that list. Also. So, guys, let me ask John Muffler or Jeffrey Wolf. Let's start with you, John. How do we get this victim's money back? That money that she has stolen from the victim, um, you know, that will be resold and, you know, he will be able to get some of that money back. Um, um, it's probably not anywhere near the $2.8 million that was stolen from him, but he, he will be able to recover um, some of that. Some of it. And how do you go about doing that, Jeffrey? Yeah, yeah, Nancy, that's going to be through the restitution process at the courthouse and the seizure powers of the federal government when you commit a crime. This woman's never paying restitution, okay? Yes, she is. So it's going to be a part of her plea bargain. They're going to seize her property. Where you make the victim pay restitution? The victim is already broke, so she's never paying anything out of her pocket. What the state will have to do is seize all of her assets, what they can find, what they can trace, and the state gets it and sells it. She's never going to willingly write a check to anybody. But how do we go about tracking her accounts, getting those Rolexes back, finding the cars, selling the condo, selling the house? 
Who does all that? The the government? Yeah, absolutely. This is a federal case. So the Federal Bureau of Investigation and the Attorney General's office are going to be in charge of tracking the money down, tracking her assets down, seizing them under federal seizure laws, and then selling them. And then the proceeds will go to this victim. Mm-hmm. That is the way the federal government is going to work a case like this. So while she may not write him a physical check because she's about to go to prison, but the, she doesn't need to write the check. The government's going to write him the check. You're right that he may not get that almost $3 million that he's out of pocket, but they have a lot of assets already. We read in the indictment the assets that they have already seized. He is going to get a lot of money back, and he darn well should get all that money back. Gosh, I hope so. So Debbie Montgomery Johnson, a victim of cyber crimes, now international speaker. Bottom line, what's your advice? Uh, Beware and be aware. And I can't say that this man's going to be lucky, but he is going to get his money back. Most, most, if not all of the victims or survivors that I work with have gotten nothing back because you can't, you can't find the money. It's gone overseas. Uh, so I just watch out for those red flags. If it seems to be too good to be true, then it probably is. Do a, like, I love to do the background check. When my brothers told me to do that, I said, don't be ridiculous. This is a dating person. Uh, but do a reverse search on pictures. Get a dating buddy. Get someone to help you out because, you know, your your heart rules your head and your, your endorphins take over and you don't want to listen to logic and as the fellow said here yeah looking back hindsight's 2020 when you're in the middle of it you can't see what's happening you can't you're feeling you feel it what you like you want it to, to be true and you will make it true and until it crashes and burns and people lose everything they lose all their money they lose their homes they many of the women i've known have lost their lives and that is just devastating and this is elder abuse at its Karen Stark, we also have to check our own ego. When you are an 87-year-old man, what do you think a 36-year-old woman is interested in? Um, You know, let's make it, let's take it away from this victim. My husband had a friend in college, perfectly normal, wonderful wife, wonderful marriage. He goes to some guy event to a strip club i've told you this falls for a stripper by the time she's through with him he has sent her son through private school for like seven or eight years got him set up for college he's lost his entire bank account he was like a stockbroker he loses his job because he went bankrupt and he loses his marriage and then she dumped him Now, you have to ask yourself, why does this person want me? And that's a hard question. When you want to believe, they love you. And I think, Nancy, what you are describing, and I have encountered with the people that I work with, is that it's so difficult to get somebody to pay attention to that, that to say to somebody who's 87 years old, you know, why would this young woman be wanting you? They are so excited about the idea that there is someone who wants and there's a whole fantasy aspect that takes control and as your guest pointed out I mean you are so embroiled in it and excited about the idea that somebody loves you that it's very hard to be logical which is what you're talking about let's see how quickly Peaches Sturgut is let out from behind bars I hope not one day early Nancy Gray signing off. Goodbye, friend.
Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Your teen requested a ride, but this time not from you. It's through their Uber teen account. You drive your teenager around a lot to their friend Jacob's house, their other friend Jake's house, to James's, to Jaden's, to Jalen's, to. Oh, uh, mom, this is Jake's house, not Jacob's. Now with an Uber teen account, your teen can request a ride under your supervision. They'll ride with a highly rated driver, and with live trip tracking, you'll follow along the whole ride to their friends' houses that all sound the same. Add your teen to your Uber account today. See app for details. Bye, mom. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.